Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. This is Abir from Spiritual Badassery. And today I have with me the wonderful Persephone Astrology. She is an astrologer, a tarot reader, and she speaks about everything spirituality. How are you today? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? So excited to have you here. I'm so happy. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. I watched some of your latest videos and they were amazing. You spoke about topics that I've never heard before. So I want to speak to you about that and about astrology today. What can you tell us about astrology? How did it start and how did you begin to be interested in astrology? Okay, so for me, I've always been interested in astrology, like literally from the moment I could read, my mum always had books in the house, astrology books, spiritual books, so that was like my thing, I just used to sit in a corner and read and go into my own world, and I started off by just learning about the sun signs, the obviously the 12 signs of the zodiac, and I just found them to be so accurate, so accurate, not just on me, but I would analyze everyone around me and I would just be able to guess everyone's sign, which I still do now. Really? Um, and then over the years, obviously it evolved. I started doing it professionally. I started doing people's whole entire birth charts. I started doing predictive horoscopes after that. Um, and actually I used to just do it for my friends and family. And then I, people started paying for my tarot readings first because I used to do um, like entertainment kind of tarot readings at like charity events, parties. Um, and then once I realized that people wanted to pay me money for it, I was like, oh, actually I have this other skill, which is I find to be way more interesting. So then I started charging for my, astrology readings and then it just became a business on its own amazing so basically you did the work you like and it just worked for you amazing yeah i never set out for it to be a career for me i just did it because i enjoy it and then i found that people wanted to pay me for it so i feel <laughs> I that i know yeah that's so interesting that you say that because we often work in jobs that we don't like and we find ourselves struggling and you just go home drained or you just don't feel like yourself and you think that yeah. you have to do something that you don't like in order to make money yeah. but there you are doing what you like and it's going well yeah. yeah but also a bit of both as well because i used to do tarot reading like full time in a shop and that was when you talk about draining that was draining in a whole different way because it Why was like it wasn't like doing a boring job that you don't like it was like everyone's emotions from the day I was like soaking it all in because I was doing readings back to back to back to back to back like all day yeah the job. so it yeah so now I just I take my time with it and I book my clients in so I can give my full attention to each client, not rush, and not be taken in everyone else's emotions as well. It is overwhelming, isn't it? Because then um, I, I don't know, I got a tarot um, deck maybe last time, like the first time last year. And 
I don't know why I got it. I was never into this stuff, never into astrology, never into tarot, but something in me just wanted to get it. And I, I started doing readings just for my friends for fun. And sometimes I thought, no, well, I know things about my friends, so it's yeah. easy to... But then I started reading for their friends who I didn't know anything about. And they tell me, you're really, really good. I'm like, really? So it's kind of hard to trust yourself when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. But reading for strangers is way more satisfying as well, because yeah. you're even more impressed when you get it all right. You're like, oh, wow. Yeah. Whereas where it's your friend, part of you like is suspect that you already do kind of know them. Yes, but exactly. then you can draw different aspects out of them, especially with astrology. You can even with my close friends, I draw aspects out of them that I didn't know existed. And they're like, oh, my God, I've never told you that. And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm not just saying what I know. I'm just reading. <laughs> That's amazing. So since we started talking about tarot, I know I wanted to speak about astrology, but let's continue with the tarot for a bit. So what kind, how do, how do you feel um, tarot helps people? Yes. So I just done one this morning, actually, tarot reading. I don't do tarot as often as astrology. I only do it, I tend to do it for like my regular clients. And then it's like, that's what they want. So I do it for them. Um, but this lady, she, she is a friend and she is a client as well. And I've been doing her for a long, long, long time and she was trying to make a decision and she was torn between two things and she's like i need some guidance so when we draw the cards very very clearly the tarot cards show a very strong message in one direction mm-hmm. so it's not like your te- your the cards are telling the person and what to do it's like the person realizes what they already knew within themselves but they needed some imagery proof um as a sign and she's like yeah that's what i thought that's what i that's the conclusion that i had but now i'm seeing it in front of me it's really really helped i think it helps people who have anxiety because if you have a sense that there's some kind of control over the future and there's some guidance there, it really, really helps people to relax in life, to make intelligent choices in life, um, to be guided by their higher self, rather than um, being very confused and then life just becomes one big muddle. Um, It's like you you feel like you're more drawn to, to go to your higher direction, you know? Yeah, actually last night I had, um... We have a new housemate, um, a girl who I don't know anything about, and she's also into this stuff. I always be- pick the craziest person to come and live with me because I know they, they yeah. bring a lot of fun to the house. And uh, I did a reading for her, and the whole time, every time I say something, she said, you know what? In my heart, I know this is the truth, but <laughs> what you're saying is so true. Like People know what's good for them. Sometimes they just need the extra confirmation that yeah yeah, amazing it helps to bring out your inner wisdom because sometimes like it can be hard to distinguish between intuition and niggling thoughts in like negative thoughts you sometimes it's hard to tell which is which 
Um, so it helps you to distinguish what is your intuition trying to tell you yeah. in literal pictures that are really easy to understand and really direct. I use the right weight tarot so that, that they're really, really direct. Clear, yeah. 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 I actually have oracle cards. I always, I always yeah. laugh at this. I have oracle cards and there's this card I hate so much. It's blue with like a woman who's staring at you and it says endings and new beginnings. And normally this card comes when the universe is telling me break up with someone, I'm like, yeah, stop it. <laughs> like the death card. Oh my God. Like the death card. Yeah. Sometimes it's like they're really intense and you have to, you know, break the news to the person in a nice way. <laughs> it's exhausting at times, but tell me now. Um, so you said you were first interested in astrology and yes you learned astrology it was all self-taught or did you do any yes all self-taught yeah. yeah just through books okay. lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of books <laughs> and how do you know how astrology started and where did it come from or yes so it was started by the mesopotamians but it, it wasn't astrology as we know it today so this is like they are the first civilization mm -hmm. ever and then um they evolved into the babylonians and the babylonians made like a a full system of astrology and that was the first like proper professional system of astrology obviously they were hunter gatherers they lived at the mercy of nature completely and they looked to the heavens for explanations as to why these outside things were happening to them. And that's the root of what astrology is. And what did they look, did they look at the stars or? Yeah, so they started, how it started is they started noticing patterns with what was going on in the sky and what was going on on earth. So like for instance, um, always big events would happen on eclipses. And they still do now. Big events always happen on the eclipse. And they just clocked that because obviously they live in nature. They're looking at the sky every night. They notice things. Um, and then they, they obviously the seasons and they just started the, the patterns that they started to notice. They started to note down. And then there's been many, many systems of astrology since. Like the Egyptians evolved it in their own way. And then it's come to be modern astrology. Yeah, it became very popular recently. Like yeah, I know. for myself, I never used to look at this stuff. And what I learned at home is that this is like a lot of crap. Like we don't look at this stuff. But as I started awakening and as I started like doing all these I don't know, meditations and stuff like that, I actually started connecting with all of these things. And yeah. I wonder, can you tell us a little bit about each sign? What did you find like the most um, interesting or the thing that stands out in each sign? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, let me just have my sip of water. Hang on. Yeah. So what you were saying about you, you started to get into spirituality, then you started to get... As with everything, the signs are all there, but it's up. It's just the individual whether or not they 
tap into it and everyone's perspective is different so it's just what you believe to be true is true for you because you are the placebo so like even if astrology is not true for millions of people if it's true for me and it helps me then it is true it is your truth truth. it's only me i'm only living life from my own perspective yeah um so what would be like the top the most strong qualities from from each sign yeah so yeah okay so aries um very very confident confidence is their issue sometimes they struggle with confidence but they put on a front that they're very confident but overall confidence is the main issue in their life and for them um taurus i'm sorry taurus i have to say food (laughs) that's the first thing that comes to mind is tauruses love food they're really good cooks and they're very sensual so like obviously like taste is a sense and they're really really into their food um gemini's chatty Mm -hmm. love a chat um cancer emotional which one because cancer cancer emotional yeah my sister is cancer i know she's very yeah (laughs) we all um that's an obvious one everyone says that about cancer but it, it really is true they're very emotional um leo is a show off they love to be the center set center of stage uh good performers virgo is um very healing and very earthy libra is very glamorous have to say libra is always very glam um are you a libra i'm a libra yeah (laughs) (laughs) so funny (laughs) give myself the best description (laughs) (laughs) even the men even the male libras if you know any male libras even the men are glamorous in their own little way nice yeah um scorpio is a very mysterious um sagittarius is very bluntly honest um capricorns are very hardworking, very ambitious um aquarius are very inventive and unique thinkers Oh, oh no. uh, and they have pink hair and like yellow stuff. <laughs> um, and Pisces, you can't pin them down. You can't pin them down. They go with their own flow. That's nice. So we did we do the, all the that's, yeah. That's that's all of them. That's twelve. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Actually, from like I was thinking about certain people when you were calling different signs. <laughs> And like it kind of makes sense yeah it's crazy yeah. so oh my goodness um do you think that people should when someone comes and gives them a birth chart should they really believe everything they hear or do you feel like they have to 
also like make their own decisions? Like what kind yeah. of information would you have in your birth chart? Well, um, I think it's up to you really. It's just, it's, it's up to you. Everyone I do have all said that it's accurate. I've never had anyone come back and say it's inaccurate. Even I used to do, a, I used to find a lot of fun and pleasure in doing birth charts for people who say, oh, astrology's rubbish, I don't believe in it, um, just for a laugh. And even those people would all be like, oh, wow, that's really accurate. So I, I don't know. I just, I think you know what you resonate with and what you don't. Yeah. So, but also there can be parts of you which you're not in touch with yet. And there can be- aware that they're there, okay. Yeah, so when I do my readings, if someone's struggling in life, there's always something that you can tap into to help them. And when you, when you tell them that, look, you might not be fully into this quality yet, but it's there, then they can help themselves. You know, they don't have to resonate with it, but they know it's an issue for them. So then they can help themselves because like all these qualities that you would get in your birth chart is they're all on a scale. So it's all one long thing. So like, say for instance, the first sign, which is Aries and it's opposite, which is Libra. Mm -hmm. Aries are very confident and they put themselves first. Libras are into relationships and they put the other person first. So if this is your axis, this is your issue, you might lean one way too much, but it's about finding the balance in all of these opposing qualities. It's finding balance is basically the key to a successful birth chart reading is being able to acquire balance. Very interesting because um, I'm an Aquarius, as we already <laughs> talked about. Yeah. But like um, I can relate to many, many things that they say about Aquarius, which is like more in their head and less emotional, um, kind of makes decisions from the head. But I also have a, so I'm Aquarius on Aquarius moon and a Scorpio rising. So oh, I wow. madness in my chart, I think. Or I've That's been told. Cute. You look like an Aquarius as well. You because really, really look like an Aquarius, like the typical traits. How, how do they look like? The shape of the face. The inquisitive eyes is Aquarius trait. Like very curious expression, like because Aquarius is love learning new things and this shows on your face and the way you talk. And also your unique style, your hair. Aquariuses are like trendsetters. They don't follow any trends ever. So they always have a unique style. Yeah. Yeah, you're very Aquarius. So people, even people from certain signs, they have a specific look to them. Yeah. Mm, yeah, that's how you can guess because of the look, the way they look. Amazing. It's weird. I yeah, it's true though. And how do you again? I go back to the question I asked you before. Do you feel like you could do a birth chart to someone, and if they choose not to even like 
acknowledge that birth chart? Do you feel that they have power to just go a different way or it's just written in the stars? Um, that's a hard one. I think everyone has free will, obviously. So everyone can be whatever they want to be. And I don't think your birth chart forces you into a certain character, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I think it just shows up a lot of patterns that occur in your life. So it's like by using that, you can help yourself to overcome a lot of these patterns once you name it. Yeah. So, you know, when you have to overcome something first, you have to name it as with anything, you know, I am an addict or whatever I am. You have to acknowledge yeah. what it is and astrology gives you a language and a dialogue in which you can acknowledge these things about yourself because it will be there in your birth chart it yeah. will yeah. um but it doesn't mean that you you're going to be like that forever it means that there's a lot of things in my birth chart that I've actually overcome and I'm not really like that anymore um because I decided that I didn't want to be like that but yeah because you know, yeah, you just... like for me, many times I actually so get so, I go into full on fights with the universe, like fighting, because <laughs> yeah, sometimes my guides. Um, I I also find it funny that I say my guides because I was so self conscious before about using these things yeah. and saying that I hear like someone speaking to me, but yeah. um they for example they i have a choice whether to go right or to go left and they keep showing me signs to go left because that will be the best path for me and i get upset because if you tell me you have to go left and this will be the best path for you then you're not really leaving me a choice to go the other way yeah. so in in some ways i feel like Yes, we have a free will. I could go left and fuck up my life if I want to, but I should follow the signs. And that to me, like not even a question, like I have to follow the signs, obviously. So I don't know, I'm confused about life. But you know, some people go through, go through life not noticing the signs. Yes. And that's probably the worst tragedy of all because they're just on their own. Yeah, and um, keep repeating the same patterns. Yeah, and you do find that when you do ignore, I do it many times, when you ignore the signs and you just do what you want to do in the moment, then you have to keep repeating the same lessons over and over and over again. And once you get so bored of doing that, then you just grow up and be like, okay, I'll try the other way then, the way you're telling yeah. me. Yeah, oh my goodness. This happened to me in relationships all the time. Yeah, relationships <laughs> is a big one because... <laughs> The heart is always going to go the not sensible route. Yeah. <laughs> and that's another reason why, you know, tarot readings are so helpful for people because they know deep down that they shouldn't be doing something. They know that something's toxic. They know that something's bad for them, but they really want to do it anyway. So they, they go for a tarot reading to get the confirmation that was already there to say, no, don't go the wrong way. Ever? <laughs> do readings for yourself and you see something that you don't want to see and you're like yeah I'm gonna all, do the it all the time all the time 
Oh, it's exhausting, especially when you do it for yourself, because like you see something that you don't want to look at and like, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't I'm guilty as well. Everyone does it. Everyone does what they want to do in life. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you've got to learn your lessons through experience the hard way. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> you, you also said that, um, so you said you do tarot readings. Uh, astrology and what else you were um spiritual healing or something like that yeah so i don't really do spiritual healing um but i just pretty much tailor my service to the client or whatever they want so i do a lot of um like sending people affirmations um creating spell work and manifestation work for people um you know i want to cut you there for a second because you say spell work and I want to ask you about this because many people think it could be do you know the witches <laughs> I don't know I watch so many documentaries about this stuff and some witches in Romania and of course oh yeah countries. the vice documentary <laughs> I saw that yeah it's oh they were terrifying yeah oh my goodness I wouldn't matter them my the funniest thing is that they so if someone wants something good happening in their life they do like a good spell for them and if someone wants to basically ruin someone else's life they do a bad spell and the <laughs> interviewer was asking her she so said funny. don't you feel like aren't you afraid of uh, the bad luck like they connect with the devil and whatever bad energy and they kill animals she said no <laughs> Because after I do that, I pray to God to forgive me. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> so crazy. So what yeah. do you mean when you say spell work? It's just, the, it's just the power of belief. So if they believe that they will be forgiven and they can keep doing this over and over again, then they're absolved of their guilt. So... Mm -hmm it's just whatever whatever you believe to be true it is true pretty much yes 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 so funny though um i actually saw the other day because actually i was read um watching a an astrology thing because i told you i had another lady that wanted to speak about astrology and that didn't work out yeah. which um, worked out for the best i found you but um, yeah, i might go down a spell to get rid of her sorry Maybe I've done a spell to get rid of her. Yeah, imagine. <laughs> so one of the ladies, I think she broke up with her boyfriend or something. And she said, can someone show me how to do a spell to get him back? And I felt like so many people liked her. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 you don't do these things. That's a really popular thing. But it's so bad. I don't know. Like, yeah. I feel... Do you do these things? <laughs> Wait a second. No, not really. No, I'm more like I'm more like helping people in a positive way. Yeah. Like trying to get your ex back. I don't think that's progressing really. I think that's like going backwards. Yeah. So yeah, no, that's not something I would really do. I would suggest that they do a self-worth and self-confidence ritual yeah. so they can feel better in themselves and then, then they wouldn't need to be trying to crawl back to their exes you know yeah. so 
and I find it's it like things like internal things like things to make you feel better yeah and I feel like because I know younger people also watch this like be careful of these things because everything you put out in the universe comes back to you maybe tenfold that's what they say so if you try to control someone else without their knowing or them knowing or you know that they have a free will and if they don't want to be with you they don't want to be with you yeah. there's no point of doing all these things because you're gonna get like I, I, I believe that it's gonna backfire on you yeah no well, you need to choose choose what you want to do that's why you you come to someone who is more knowledgeable than you because you can you can do a ritual to draw in true love, the love of your life, true love. And if that's your ex, then maybe that is your ex, but maybe it's not your ex. Maybe it's someone you've never met before. But the important thing is that you are feeling love. Yes. Not fixating on someone who maybe doesn't like you, yes. which is, that's another internal issue altogether. Yeah. I actually now see relationships in a different way. When I was younger, I used to see like, oh, I want this person and I want only them and that's it. But sometimes these people aren't for us. And now I shifted from like being attached to a person to the idea of or the, re the relationship I want to have. So it could be with one, with that person or with another person. Yeah. But my goal is that you know, balanced relationship rather than a relationship with someone who might not be balanced. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah, because it, it's not very magical to fixate on a person because you're limiting your possibilities yeah. by yeah. millions because there's millions of people in the world. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not good to fixate on one person really. And when you say spell work, you use, what do you use? You use candles, you use? Well, it depends on the client and what they want. Um, it's more just manifestation. So manifestation is a spell. I don't know if you're into like manifesting and like affirmations and like, you know, that is, that is spell work. That's what that is. Yeah. Um, because you're just trying to manipulate energy. Yeah. So at its base core I, purpose. I made actually a spell the other day. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you're like what word you use. You can use if you're not comfortable using witchcraft or spell work or whatever, like it doesn't matter because it's the same thing. So Yeah. <laughs> I, was language... I was trying to do a money spell. Because where is yeah. it? <laughs> so I just, they said, oh, you bring a green candle and you crave in it like a certain yeah. amount and you light it. I was like, buy all the candles, all the green candles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, yeah, it just depends on what kind of person you are. If you're a visual person and you associate green with money, then your subconscious mind will respond to you using the green candle to get money because your subconscious mind doesn't understand what money is because money is a man-made construct and it's not within our feeling sphere. 
whereas the colors and the the images and the representations with the green and this will this will unlock a part deeper in you in which you need to manifest your money basically that's so interesting i've never heard that before so basically it brings out a feeling that is connected to the object or the person mm. or whatever so you oh interesting yeah because we all know that manifesting is all based on just controlling our thoughts and feelings mm. thinking positively feeling the feeling that you would like to feel already brings these things into your 3d reality because you're matching the frequency of that thing mm -hmm. so the reason why a green candle may seem ridiculous to some but the reason why it works for others is because it it, it helps you to get in the mood that you want to be in to manifest this thing yes. yes it's not about the candle itself it's about the association we have with the candle like what yeah. does it represent to us yeah and that stirs your belief system to help you to believe that you deserve money in your life and that money is already in your life or oh, look at this green around me yeah that makes you feel that feeling absolutely and um what else do you use in that kind of work i know affirmations yes affirmations i always recommend like baths water going into the sea going into nature depends what element what kind of element person you are if you're a fiery person you might resonate more with the candle if you're water sign you might resonate more with um cleansing yourself in salt water essential oils in the sea um if you're earthy person you might want to go out into the woods and gather some things that you know make you feel a certain way and make a collage and hang it in your room um if you're an air person like us then it's just the your thought. mind your mind is the strongest thing yeah 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 but it's that like i do these things but sometimes my mind is on fire like i think about everything and i'm sure you can relate to that being a yeah. like you always kind of analyzing things and yeah. ideas and all sometimes it gets so cluttered that i like to do all of the things that you mentioned like go yeah, yeah. it's non-stop it's literally non-stop in my head 24 yeah. hours a day and do if i didn't have spirituality i'd be mental yeah do you meditate <laughs> yeah i don't um, yeah, I don't really sit in silence for long periods of time, but I do like chanting. I do guided meditations. I actually make my own guided medita meditations. Oh, that's even more powerful. I heard. Yeah. You're speaking to yourself. So you're recording your meditation or yeah, I, I do guided meditations for clients as well. And then I was like, oh, I, I need to do these for myself first. And then you see more what works. So it's also oh, like research. I'm going to try that. Yeah, you just record your voice on your phone. I am beautiful. Oh, yeah. yeah. Rich. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's, I'm not even joking. That is literally the key. I've got a video coming out soon about affirmations. And yeah. you feel ridiculous at first. But then when you see the results, you're like, oh, wow. Okay, I'll do that then. Yeah. No, I and do. You have to 
like every time I pass by the mirror, if I, even if I feel like I'm being ugly, I'm like, you're so beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you need to do. You pick yeah. yourself up because no one else will if you don't. Absolutely. And <laughs> I want to ask you because I've seen your last video about the moon. And I have always, I know it sounds crazy, but when I was younger, first of all, I used to always go to the window and I used to cry and I'm like, I know my house isn't here. This is not my home. My home is in the stars and I don't belong to this house and I don't belong to this planet. But I also always felt connected to the moon and I wonder why that is. Well, feeling not from this planet, that's very Aquarian. <laughs> Um, I would like to look at your birth chart to tell you, because I, I don't know. I don't know why you feel like that. But if I look at your birth chart, I might be able to work it out. So if you, when you were saying about you can't stop thinking all the time, do you know your Mercury sign and house? I don't Mercury. I just know my sun, moon and Venus. So if you find out your sign and house of where your mercury is at then you can work out the best course of action you need to take to to quiet your mind mm. and um feeling like you're from the moon you've probably got you're obviously connected to the moon because you've got your moon and sun is is in aquarius so your sun is your who you relate to so you're relating also to your moon which is in aquarius but also um you've probably got a lot of cancer or fourth house because that's ruled by the moon okay and um you spoke about the moon in general in your last video can yeah. you tell us how does the moon really affect us so yeah all women are all people are connected to the moon, but especially as women, we're super connected to the moon, all of us. Um, so obviously your menstrual cycle is, is connected to the moon cycles. Your R cycles within us are connected to the moon cycles. The moon pulls the tides, the sea. We are made up of whatever, 90, 95% water or whatever it is. So we're also being pulled, you know, water is controlled by the moon. So the feminine is controlled by the moon. So our flow is also controlled by the moon. So yeah, we're all connected to the moon. Okay. And, <laughs> and that's why we, a lot of emotions and moods come out during the full moon. Yes. So guys, if you want to know about this, more about a specific subject, um, you the last video, uh, JC, JC, yeah. <laughs> JC posted was amazing and it was so informative when it came to how the moon really affect women's health or women's body yeah. and stuff like that. Is there anything else you'd like to add that we didn't talk about? Yeah, just basically that that's you know, the word lunatic comes from Luna, which is moon. So when people go a bit nuts on the full moon, they are a lunatic. That's where that word comes from. Every single time. <laughs> For me, I didn't, I swear, I didn't, I wasn't into this stuff, but every time I feel like crazy or there's something 
like I can control myself it's around the moon yeah. you just look up and you see the moon and you're like oh here we go it's yeah, gonna be that's another. why you always feel connected to it I'm like what are you doing to yeah. me <laughs> amazing so guys, um, if you want to hear more from JC and Persephone Astrology, um, I'm going to leave links to her channel in the description box below. Please make sure that you go check her out and follow and subscribe and do all the beautiful things because she has amazing content. And um, that's it. Thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so pleased to be here. Um, we'll have to look at your birth chart another time. Yes, of course. We can do a video on that. Absolutely. Thank you so much.